Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Matt. Welcome to the Virtual Ball Boys Christmas Spectacular. Sorry, Chris is Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh. Matt as the Peanuts. All of them. <laughs> and special guest Chet Avery as Mrs. Claus. Join us for a wonderful hour where we try to find the true meaning of football. He's the Peanuts. All of them. <laughs> 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 uh yes what is football i do think that is, is that is the question that i think all of us are asking after this weekend um absolutely i mean the answer the 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 meaning of football was already answered in uh john boys's uh 17,776 and mm. 20,021 which still ne- or 20,020 which still needs a sequel please i need 20,021 so bad yeah. Come on, John. Wait a second. Yeah. We, Come on, John. It's been a while. It's been a while, John. <laughs> John, while. I need it. <laughs> yeah, we 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 are. Uh, if you are newer listeners, you know that you you may not know that we have been doing a uh, kind of. It's like it's like an ongoing series, but it's been like two episodes. But we where we have sat down and we just chatted about John Boyce's seventeen hundred seventeen thousand seven hundred seventy six, and as you mentioned already, uh, twenty thousand. What is it? What is it? Twenty thousand? Is just twenty thousand twenty? Twenty thousand twenty. Yeah. Um. We've had those discussions about that, and then we're going to when when he he apparently it is going to have a sequel. So twenty thousand twenty. So they they need to finish that story. You can't you can't yeah. end it there. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I I I feel like I'm even need to I'm gonna need need to even go back and read the twenty twenty thousand. Oh, I absolutely will too. Because that they, <laughs> I feel like I forget everything that's happened. Um. But yes, uh, so we, we will have a discussion of that about that at some point uh, as, a, as a dedicated episode, most likely in the offseason. But uh, that's, that's so far away. Instead, we are going to talk about what happened this past weekend. I would say, Matt, like, I don't know. You and I have been watching, talking football for even like even before like you, we started recording it on podcast i want to say like eight years now something yeah. wild like that so the fact I, I i feel like i don't think i'm out of line when i say this might have been the best regular season weekend we've ever had in terms of just yeah <laughs> absolutely i mean like uh, like most of the games were close and I think the only one game, which I think was Monday Night Football, was a like a two score victory, or, or the, maybe like a couple were, but like the that Monday Night was like the blowout, which by the way, like is not actually going to be our blowout of the week this week. I have something else yeah. for that. Um, <laughs> but what a wild sequence of events! And for a special weekend, like I said, we we we're gonna we're gonna t- kind of tackle it in a way. Uh, that is a little bit different than usual. We are gonna we're gonna go through our three categories though in order to do so. So, game of the week. It it this is the worst weekend to pick a game of the week because all of them were great. <laughs> I think Bills Dolphins was great. I think Chargers Titans was awesome. Jets Lions were, were was also phenomenal. Um, I, like you could you there like you could really make an argument for a lot of these games. Chiefs Texans ended up being an amazing game too. Went to fucking mm-hmm. overtime somehow. Um, but 
that is not uh, well, none of those games are going to be what we talk about right now. Uh, we could have maybe it when we're done to going through a recap here, but our game of the week has to be Patriots at Raiders. And really, okay, I, well, because I, I have other placements for other games here. Okay, all right, I'll wait. But Patriots, at I'll Raiders, wait for that one <laughs> because I th- this game was an excruciating watch for most of it. <laughs> And it was mostly because of the fact that you watch the Raiders; they all they open up a seventeen to I want to say six lead on, on the Patriots. And they go to halftime; they had the lead, and we know what happened last week with them against the Rams. And we're like, all right, they're gonna blow it again. It's sure fucking enough. Not only do they blow it, but then the Patriots they start to they they take the lead about like with like five minutes left or something like that. And the Raiders were completely incompetent on offense. They just started. They were the, one of the most pathetic teams I've ever seen. Like they, they were <laughs> just time at the time throwing balls, and either the, the receiver dropped it, or it was just behind the receiver, or just in front of the receiver. Every single time, no matter what, nothing was working for the Raiders. And then they have this one drive where they march down the field, and they get a touchdown, but. That touchdown, a little controversial. Because if you look at the cameras, Keelan Cole caught the touchdown. But if you look at his toes, it was on the white. But because they didn't have a close enough camera, which in this day and age, I don't know how the fuck that happens. (laughs) But because they didn't have a close enough camera, it was not definitive. And therefore, uh, they kept the call on the field, which was a touchdown. So like, all right, they tied it. Patriots now have... A short amount of time to start marching down the field, maybe get into field goal range, kick a field goal, win the game. And they struggle because the Patriots offense also not is uh, a, a, a great example of an offensive NFL. They are they are not a very good offensive team. So they struggle to get there, but they're at the forty yard line and they're like, "All right, there's like three seconds left on the clock. We're gonna surrender it because it's a tied ball game. We're not gonna do a hail mary." We're going to have Stevenson uh, run the ball. And he runs the ball, and he runs it well. He actually starts to run it in a way that makes you think, like, oh, wait a minute, this might be like a last-second touchdown for the Patriots here. Um, He makes it far enough. He's about to get tackled, and it was about to get sent to overtime. He laterals it back to Jacoby Myers. Then Jacoby Myers laterals it to Mac Jones, who's in like the middle of the field with one defender next to him. But that one defender happened to be Chandler Jones, who is wide open and catches the ball. And this and thus began the series of events in which I blacked out laughing because <laughs> I saw Jacoby I saw Chandler Jones bring down the ball. Then he <coughs> stiff arms uh, he stiffed arms uh, Mac Jones so hard that Mac Jones might as well be in the center of the earth at the moment. And then just books it to the end zone and wins the game for the Raiders in the luckiest win I have ever seen in an NFL football game. <laughs> yeah. Which is very on brand for the 2022 Raiders, if I may add. 
And it was just one of the best moments in the history of the NFL for me. Because, like, it was... we. I think we remember... Matt, Matt, you could probably recollect this, too, in terms of, like, 2018... I want to say it was 2018, 2018, 2019. It was, it was, it was still when Brady was with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. They down in Miami, week 17. Yes. They put Rob Gronkowski yep. in for the hail mary. The 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 Dolphins decided to do a lateral play. The lateral play ends up working for the Dolphins. They score a touchdown, and it's like, what the fuck? How did the Dolphins get away with doing that? How did the Patriots fail that? And everyone always talks about, oh, well, the Patriots, they're they're the best well-coached team out there. They never make any mistakes. That's Bill Belichick for you. He's never going to do anything wrong. And then you cut to here, and you still have the same fucking people coming out. It's like, wow, that's, a, that's unorthodox. That's not what the Patriots team does. The Patriots, I know, kick-ass football <laughs> team. And it's just like... It is time to wake up, ladies and gentlemen. These Patriots are not what they used to be. And it's fucking hilarious that they have delivered two of the best finishes in best finishes that we've ever seen to a football game in like within a span of four years. And they're both glorious losses. And that's because why the Patriots Go ahead. fuck up. Yes. And that's why it's my game of the week. Because of the meaning of seeing the Patriots lose to Josh McDaniel, which also has its own layer of storyline, obviously. But just Bill Belichick, like, seething, walking onto the field after the game. Because you could just tell he is just agonizing off of this play. And the Raiders, who just, like, I, I, I yes, I picked the Raiders to win that game. I did not think it would be in this fashion. I did not think it would be that they would, like, have to have multiple miracles go their way. I don't know. I guess you could feel good that you got a win in this instance. But it was maybe not earned. But it no. was still a glorious, glorious finish. And again, that's that's why it's my game of the week. Because I just, I, I can't get over how amazing that finish was. Very, very fun finish. Yeah. But I think we all know that there is another game this week. And I usually we have a blowout of the week. And that we I think this would have been Rams at Packers. But Packers didn't really do that much of a blowout. All right. First of all. All right. <laughs> kind of was like it took to like three minutes left in the game to kind of feel like, all right, no, that's. It's it's probably gonna be a Packers win, but the Colts and Vikings had a double blowout. <laughs> In that, the Colts blew out the Vikings, thirty-three to nothing. Thirty-three to nothing at halftime. At halftime, and even when the Vikings, I think, were still down, like. 36 to 7 or something like that. That was the score, yes. At the end of at the end of the the third quarter. Like it was they were still like not doing that hot going deep into the second half. And they fucking won that that game. I believe it was 39 to 36 was the foul score. That is correct. What got it to 36-36, went into overtime, won the game. So 
that, it, it, by the way, it is unfortunate to say that that is not unprecedented for the Colts, who blew a thirty-three, who blew thirty-three points in the fourth quarter against the Cowboys. That's why that that game, uh, their last game on Sunday Night Football, was such a like looked so lopsided after it being so close for so long because they just gave up a shit yeah. ton of fucking points in the fourth quarter. It happened again. It happened again. It happened the second time. So, Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Is the only it has the record for la- for largest blown lead in Super Bowl, NFC Championship, international, and regular season game. Ugh. That poor man, because <laughs> it's not all his fault either. It's not. It's definitely not all Matt Ryan's fault. It's the coaching and the defense. But yeah, that's he, the fact that he is he has that distinction is so sad. It is that is wild, and I I think I everyone was was talking about it. So like this is I'm not like coming up with a new thought here, but uh, just the fact that they took Frank Reich's blow uh, comeback yep. record away from <laughs> yep. him, like it's just another like the Colts just kicking the Frank Reich <laughs> while he's down uh, unnecessarily. Oh maybe. lord, um, good fucking god! I I like I was kind of like half asleep during that game i don't think i really was paying enough attention to it um but immediately when i saw i like i don't i don't want to say like i was like oh i knew that this was gonna end the way it did like no i obviously not no one i think at that point 33 nothing you're like it's over but there was that small part of me that did think back to that cowboys game that i was just like well if the if any team is gonna would blow this lead it would be the colts and sure fucking enough (laughs) Sure, fucking enough, and it became, and it was a never a doubt best guarantee I've ever made <laughs> for uh, for uh, a football game. Yeah, I mean, it, we didn't take into account that Jeff Saturday was coaching on Saturday at first. Yeah, that, but then it didn't matter. That's true. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, yeah, you messaged me. You're like, man, we should have, we really should have thought this through because he is coaching on a Saturday and he's destroying it. <laughs> and then it's just like we did not need to take it to this account nope. <laughs> after all. Um, yeah, I. But this is like kind of just talking on it from a more broader point of view. This has been like like obviously we could talk about oh man the Colts are a bunch of jokes at this point like it's insane how bad this team is at this point even though they show signs of being competitive and then just completely fall apart but this is what we're talking about with the Minnesota Vikings though like it's I, so wild this is what I've been saying like all all year about how I've been like hesitant I've, I I've been wanting to buy into them more and I've been wanting to give them a little bit more of a pass because again they did win the NFC North, you know. Like there's they're they're eleven and three. Like they're like they earned those victories, but it's the way they've win won these games, how close they have been, and two of those losses being like complete blowout destruction losses, is kind of a, just a weird sign about this Vikings team that it's just like they're good. But they're not amazing. And, like, I feel like the only good thing right now is that they're in the playoffs, which means that we are guaranteed an amazing playoff game or two <laughs> from the Vikings. Um, yep. At the very least. Um, then, chaos of the week. For the second week in a row, uh, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars showing up. Jacksonville Jaguars, baby, let's go on this uh, the Cowboys and Jaguars which went to overtime after the Jaguars were down 
I want to say it was 17 nothing, which I feel like was like the worst lead of football this this week. So many comebacks. Like not just this game, Bengals came back too after after looking yeah. horrible. Yeah. Um like but the, the the Jaguars beating the Cowboys was I had them as my team chaos. Yeah. I was not expecting it to happen this way. Yeah. This Jaguars offense is a really good offense. Now that they've got it all figured out, it's a fantastic offense, and they're getting Calvin Ridley next year. Right. And and also <laughs> and oh god, oh no, you go. I, I was just gonna say that their de- their defense has also been playing yeah. more terrifically. I mean, uh, you know, I know that a lot of people still kind of scoffed at the. I think it was Trayvon Walker was the their more overall pick. Like, I people still scoff at that compared to like the other defensive players in that draft but he's still he has he is slowly kind of coming to his own as well like that that yeah that, that all of them i mean the the guy uh the guy who ended up intercepting the ball to win in overtime i forget what his name is but he had a great game too um mm-hmm. uh, i want to say he was a he's a he's either a corner or safety but he had a walk off it was a walk off pick six right which is nuts yeah which you just don't usually see happen in these games yeah man i I like I I know I backed off off the Jaguars train because they did start to have that slump and it was a really rough slump to kind of go through, but I I did foresee that this team could be something special if the pieces really came together and worked and that's why I picked them to win the division back in September. And I was you know like, what? It could. They're one game back. And they could do it. They absolutely. <laughs> they can do it. They can absolutely do they it. They can absolutely do it with. Get these fucking though. Titans out of the playoffs. Put the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars in, please. One hundred percent. Like, yeah, we we've seen like, yeah, like like the Titans have have not looked good the last few weeks. And I and it's it's so funny that I I I what I I specifically I guess was uh, giving the Titans flowers for being the Packers, and it was just like, man, this team. I feel like we don't give enough credit to this team. And then they've lost every fucking game since, and they've mm-hmm. just not looked good. And it's like they're so injured. They don't they don't have the talent to kind of keep up. Ryan Tannehill can't like get the ball out in time before the offense fucking uh, offensive line completely crumbles. Like it's. It is so brutal right now for the Titans, and now you have this this plucky Jaguars team that is just could absolutely win out. Like this is not not a question. I know the Texans give them weird trouble. The Texans have been competitive the last few weeks, so I'm not saying that that's a guarantee win. I'm not gonna guarantee it at least when that comes out. But like, I I just think that like if the talent is where it's at now, and they have a great coaching staff which like pales in comparison to what happened last year. Like, yep. I, they, they could do it. They absolutely could do it. I'm not worried about the Cowboys. They have not played great the last few weeks, but we'll see. I, 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 I'm maybe if they, if they really look bad against the Eagles this week, maybe it's like, all right, this is, this is now getting a little alarming. Um, but I think as long as they stay competitive with the Eagles, I'll, I'll still feel good about them. Like it's it, yeah. it it's just it's just one one of those teams that you just never can fully trust though. Like the Cowboys always end up falling apart in some capacity. Um there you go. What a, what a fucking week. And again, like I we didn't even go into any of these other games that were uh like was it like I I missed some of Mark 49 Seahawks, but I think that game ended up being pretty fun as well, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Like Bears Bears Eagles was really close. Yeah. Um, Justin, Justin Fields having like the best passer rating against this defense out of any quarterback this year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited for Justin Fields in the future, Chris. 
I know, man. I, I'm so happy for you. I know, I know, I know. It didn't, it didn't end quite well this year, but we we kind of thought that the yep. Bears would be one of the nope. worst teams this year. Yep. And you know what? We got the second overall pick. We don't need a quarterback. Trade down, amass some picks. Right. Yeah. There you go. It's, that's a perfect plan. Don't don't stay at two. If the, if we stay at two, I'm going to be sad. Right. Um. Unless you get like a really really like generational talented defensive player. Oh, or something. Yeah. Like it, yeah. It, would, it, it may not that may hard. not be the worst thing. Um. But yeah, like the most forgettable game, luckily, was the Starfish game. <laughs> so that's yes. In fact, the go fuck yourself game of the week is the Browns versus the Ravens. Yay! Lamar J- Lamar Jackson, I miss you. Yeah, I miss you. I feel horrible about the Ravens' future, even with Lamar. This team is not what what we want them to be. Their defense is really good, though. Yeah, their defense is really good, but I. I need them at a hundred percent before I f- feel no, super yeah. good about them. Of course, um, and I just don't feel I don't feel good about them. Even with Lamar, I don't feel I don't feel good. Uh, fuck Cleveland. Yeah, I I mean, looking at the schedule for the Ravens, they have the Falcons, Steelers, and Bengals. I, I look if if. I don't know when he's expected to come back. I hope he does come back, unless they really feel like the season's lost. But they're nine and five right now. They're they're, they will likely make the playoffs. Yeah, it's just a like they're not going to do well in the playoffs. Yeah, so I feel like I I I'd be curious to see Falcons and Steelers. Like like just for hypothetical, we'll say those are wins potentially potentially because Steelers I know play them tough. So. I, I, I think that, that maybe you end up bringing him back. Maybe you just save him for the playoffs because you're right. Like They may they may end up making the playoffs regardless. Keep him healthy yeah. for the playoffs, and then maybe he comes back and he ends up being like – he ends up like carrying this team like he has been. You know? Like, who knows? I, 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 I'm with who you, knows? though. I, I'm, I'm, I, I definitely am feeling like this team is just does not have the bandwidth to last a long time. But we yep. shall see. All right. What a fucking weekend. I had such a fun time watching it. Um, again, I think one of the best weekends we've had in football in some time. Next to, like, I think last year's divisional round was incredible as well. Last year's divisional round really, really ruled. Yeah. Like, I, I think maybe maybe that, just because of the stakes of that, maybe that's better than this past weekend. But this, again, with how much chaos, how much craziness happened this weekend you can't go wrong like this was this was really a, a special one um and there's still yet to be a singular game as fantastic as uh Raiders Chargers Tiegate game oh, yeah that's true that's true <laughs> i can i i it, it, it like the next the sunday night football game that gets flexed into week 18 it has a lot to live up to as the best sunday night week 18 game <laughs> cuz there's only been one in history and you have to live up to that one it's just like ah oh, fuck yep. <laughs> that sucks um all right let's see i'll check the time here uh you know what let us go to break and when we come back we are going to head west for our next VBBFL team. Stay with us. New team, new team, new team. Sick of talking about video games with people who just want to be toxic? Me too. So join us over at the Gaming Coop. We come together each month to talk about what we love about video games. Discussion topics range from our favorite soundtracks to the best relationships between characters. We also have some fun segments in which we play some trivia or build our school of gaming. Find us on Anchor or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Game on. Hey, we're back. Hello. 
It's time. I'm ready to color. I'm ready to color in the map green somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should. Uh, uh, I I don't know if I'll keep this in the recording or not, but I uh, you should re- you you should send me the picture when you're done. Um, like the when when you fill in the state. You're, here's here's beforehand okay cool yeah i will i will need it updated but that's fine yes that's fine <laughs> we will we'll, we'll, we can figure that out plus it's actually it's actually pretty easy for me in this instance because we are gonna go to the northwest all right we all right. are heading to oh yeah this is vbbfl team creation by the way vbbfl team creation yes uh we are gonna make a team for the city of tacoma washington uh, th- this is our second like real city in a row. Yep. Yep. Like Tacoma is a place that people know. That is a, that is a place. Tacoma nuts, you know. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> Tacoma nuts. <laughs> oh, okay. I hear it now. <laughs> God damn it, Chris. The Tacoma nut fellows. <laughs> We're not doing nothing, nut fellows. <laughs> Two. Especially that, because that's just like, talk on my nuts, fellows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fellows. <laughs> I got enough fun new game for us. <laughs> got, got a fun little party game going here. <laughs> Oh god, that's so no. funny. That's so funny. Fuck. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up guys? Wanna play hey, a little play a little summer nuts? <laughs> you can't you can't finish it. I'm sorry, we have ruined Tacoma already. I know what the I know what the soundbite is gonna be for this episode. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? I did have I did have Tacoma nuts locked and loaded, but I will I, I, I give you a tip of the hat for the fact that you just said Tacoma notes for <laughs> Like I think that's very funny actually. <laughs> Holy fuck. Alright. We're gonna take this seriously now. I am so sorry, yes. Tacoma, Washington, <laughs> and your two hundred and ninety thousand people we just offended. I apologize. Um, That's bigger than my hometown. Yeah. Um, Just a little bit. It's about the same size. Oh God! All right. I I I nearly I nearly blocked out in the same way I almost blocked out during the Patriots Raiders <laughs> ending. Um, let's uh, let let's let's go into what makes Tacoma Washington click. What makes them unique? What makes them stand out? They're uh, I mean they're pretty much. They're like a central point. It looks like. I mean, they're not quite in the center of Washington, but they. they it looks like they're close to. They, they're a few miles out from Seattle, a few miles out from Olympia. Um, so these are all like significant. Still, still on the coast. Yeah, still on the coast. Um, so interesting stuff there. I did. Uh, I I saw the sports stuff earlier because I wanted to see if uh, any of them are uh, interesting. The only one I would say that like maybe treads on our territory is the Tacoma Cobras, but mm. that is the from the Professional Development Football League, uh, which apparently still exists. Apparently, I don't know. Very interesting. Uh-huh. Um, so, so luckily we will not have to uh, steer away from it because considering that this 
swamp cats were, were robbed from us by, yeah. by Louisiana already. Uh, oh shit, Bing Crosby's from Tacoma. Oh fuck, we need. Should we do a holiday themed VFL team? We don't. Probably not. Right. We've already done reindeer in some capacity, oh, right? You know. You know. Probably we've do. done deer. Yeah. You know who else is from Tacoma? Oh no, I don't hate. <laughs> Big Brother, uh, celebrity Big Brother winner Misha Tate. Okay, sure, <laughs> sure. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I really want to model a little team after her, but sure. No, I don't. Sure. Oh, I don't. Oh, fucking Ted Bundy. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't want to mention the serial killers and another serial killer. Wait, there's two serial killers? Oh, no! Yeah, a little, either a, a Joseph Edward Duncan. God. He's less famous, but also doesn't have a movie named after him. And, you know, don't maybe don't glorify serial killers in Netflix documentaries, you sick fucks. Wait, there's three serial killers. There's a third one, Michael Swango. Okay. Good job, guys. Good. good. Nice. Oh, Desmond Trufant. Oh, there you hey. go. There, there. Current NFL player who I recognize the name of. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay. All right, so the first thing I saw. Yes. Was uh, there, uh, Tacoma has the Museum of Glass. Fuck yeah. Fuck yes. So that's that's something right away. Fuck yes. I love it. Give me the weird it's shit. Got a, one, one of the buildings is, is a cone. Okay. Uh, it's called the Hot Shop. Okay. So I, I I assume that's where they like make the glass. Okay. Uh, they have visiting residencies of artists with of like I assume glass makers. Do they? Okay. So so let me ask you: Is they? I mean, I I mean, as if you're the expert, but <laughs> they, yeah. for what you're seeing, is it like? Are they making? Like just glass in general, or are they making like the those fancy schmancy church glass stuff? A stained glass, like stained glass. Yeah. <laughs> so it's <laughs> church glass. Church glass. My favorite kind of glass. <laughs> Here, let me go to the museum of glass. Uh, uh, www.museumofglass.org. Um, I mean, it does look it does look mostly like more glass sculptures. Okay. Which are which are still really fucking cool. I yeah. do see some stained glass, which I feel like comes with the territory. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you, yeah. If you, it's hard to make a, a artsy glass museum work and you not color in your glass, you know. Of course, yeah. And there is a um, there's a glass, there is like a glass museum type thing at Navy Pier, which is cool to visit. And there there is a lot of stained glass stuff there, so I'm sure that's there. All right. So I th- I think glass absolutely we need to theme this around. I'm I'm into it. I I, I I feel like that's the hard part already done. Like the fact yeah. that I feel like that 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 is the that that's um oh wait hold on <laughs> oh no no, no I, we're keeping with the glass. It's called okay. the city of destiny. Oh okay. I, I feel like glass destiny sounds fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like something that like, like that you would say, and then someone asks, "What are you talking about?" You know, glass destiny. And you wouldn't be able to explain yourself any further. It would be the most like open to interpretation. Whenever, yeah. whenever Walsh comes up in his mind, what that looks like is that that's that's how he how you end up uh, making it. Like if you, it feels like we we would be going down to David S. Pumpkin's route of reasoning as we kept going. Fuck yes, uh, that's that's kind of where that's kind of where my end goal, honestly, <laughs> is a David S. Pumpkin situation. <laughs> David S. Pumpkin situation. Exactly that. Is to get that level of confusion with people. It's just like, wait, what does that mean? Just think about it. 
Just think about it's it. Da- it's he's David Pumpkins. <laughs> yeah, he's just David Pumpkins. But like, why is it? It's, it's just think. It's... Oh, there's an S in his name now. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the last funny SNL skit, by the way. It, it's the it, it's it might be the only funny SNL That's skit. That's true. That's true. I could like if you go back. I I don't know. Like uh, I, the what's what's his face? Did uh, not the. Uh, Chris Farley's. Oh, Chris. Chris Farley was very good. Yeah, Chris Farley's. Uh, yeah. Van down the by the river was, I think, is yep. still an all time. Yeah. That, okay. There's two good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um. Okay. I. I. So yes, that I was the glass destiny thing. I am. I am somewhat joking about. I thought it would have been funny. Yeah. I mean, we do have to kind of keep the animal theme Let, at this let's, point. Let's keep it. We're five teams. So we're five teams deep. Let's. We we we've we've held back. In, in terms of not doing the cat stuff, can we find yes. a cat in the region of Tacoma, Washington? I know there's a lot of house cats, but we're talking the wild cats. Let me see. Washington State animals. Marmots seem to be... <laughs> the glass marmots? Glass marmots. It's a bit... It's strange. Not many people know what a marmot is. Yeah, I, they do I've have never orc- heard of it. Okay, they're they do have uh, orcas as their mer- like state marine mammal. Glass orca is fucking badass. That's awesome. That is fantastic. We don't even have to do like black and white for this. We could, but like think of like we can do whatever fucking colors we want because this could be a stained glass orca. Right. Holy shit! It's ho- the coma <laughs> glass orcas. Yeah. I love it so much. Okay. Okay. Um I I I I feel like if if we're going really any colors at this point, let's let's think about the colors we haven't used. Okay, we have not used ironically red and purple, which has been which would be a really good fit for this, but we have used in the past. Yeah, yeah. Uh we've only used yellow once. Um Right. So we use orange, white, navy blue, yellow, gray, cyan, pink, black, brown, green. What about purple, white? I don't want to do like two white. Yeah, I already have two white teams. White, right? white as a primary color. Okay. Because we have that with the fiber foxes already. Okay. Okay. Um, trying to think uh, of like different shades that we could go down though, like purple. Do we do? Do we go like Barney and do like purple, lime green? Purple green. Purple lime green. Uh, if we didn't do that with fucking New Orleans, <laughs> we did that. So that was with a, That was a dark, darker green though. Darker. Yeah, green. that was brown and brown and green. We did with that. Brown, brown and darker green for and then like a purple light green. I'm thinking here. That that's. I'm just throwing that out there. We could we could change story. Yeah, that's a that's a little close to like Mountaineers. Yeah. From a couple seasons ago, pink and green. Uh, not not that bad though. We we are gonna have to like reuse shit eventually. Right, and uh, uh, purple yellow are good contrasting colors. Yes. And I think considering that, like, it is kind of like a black and white orca, and, like, those, I mean, that is the color of orcas, so... Correct. Like, I mean, if we want to colorize it, yeah, purple-yellow might work out, I think, as, a, as a, like, a good lateral, if you, if you feel, if you feel good about that. What's the other yellow team that we have on our, on our... Uh, it is yellow and navy blue. Ah, that, that seems a little too similar. Yeah, yeah. Navy blue and purple. And that's the, that's the polka deer. Right, because I'm th- I'm thinking if we do a purple at this point, it would be a purple that is 
darker and then we pick like a lighter color in comparison yeah we already have two blues so we, yes. we rule that out I, we don't have we do we do not have any reds yet would a red and yellow team look good or like a red and gold that, that that's that that that's we that's kind of getting um golden griffin's territory but it doesn't have to no, be exactly I mean, that. If we do, if we do more of a gold and a red. Yeah, I mean, we did blue and orange one year, and that was that's like yeah. my New York Bozos team color. I, I I'm down for it. I, I I guess red and yellow just is one of my like, I I I know this is like your maybe your favorite color combination. I, I for some reason I just I think, wouldn't say favorite, but it, it, but like it's like I always just associate ketchup and mustard with it, and I'm just like I can't get that out of okay, my okay. But if it's a different, if it's a different shade of red, like if it's a Minnesota or a Washington, yeah. Like I, so, <laughs> so, so are you thinking like like a kind of a maroon yellow? More maroon. I feel I feel like that's what would work best with a yellow. Yeah, that, I, I if I, if we want to do that, but I do think like like if we're thinking stained glass, that almost feels better with a brighter red. Hmm. Oh, we're in a tough pickle then. Yeah, well, indeed. We're in one doozy of a pickle, Gary. What? It sucks because I was like, all right, well, then, like, do we go back to lime green and with the red? And then, yes, that's Christmassy. But then also, you could make the argument that that's so close to Anaconda, too. And so it's just like. Yeah. And so it's it's a. I can't believe we're having the most debate for the color compared to the mascot, but Glass Orca's just nailed it so hard. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know what? You are the one that makes the uniforms. I don't really have much of a role in the artistic process of this as much as I'm just like, hey, this is our teams, and then you make the uniforms as Walsh makes the logos. So I want you to make the final call that you feel like is best for this. Oh, shit. Hold on. What was our, what was the, what was the official, um, I need to check the official color combination that we did for uh, the War Train. War Train. We was... said re- we said red, orange, and gold. Red, orange. I think was the yeah. was the primaries of what well, was red, orange was like the what, why I ended up making the, the gradient for. Um, yep, yeah. red, orange, and gold. So this would be more red and gold, or still a red and yellow, unless we wanted to uh, retroactive the yellow to a gold or a brighter yellow from the polka deer. Uh, have a little little bit of a different yellow. So uh, what's polka deer's two colors again? Na- right now it just says navy blue and yellow. Okay. So maybe it like we're talking maybe more Notre Dame Notre Dame uh more Notre Dame than Michigan. Yeah, I could I could see that. I could I could see that for polka with deer pol- with polka and then more red and yellow. Like a darker red and yellow, right? Yeah, I, I think, yeah, we could go in that direction. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll see how it looks out. Yeah. But I do think that like a red and yellow would look good together. I think it can make a cool stained glass orca. Yeah. And we're deciding what Walsh's interpretation is going to be right now, pretty much by saying, "Hey, stained glass." Yeah. Well, but... I, yeah, I, I, I definitely, I don't want to, I don't want to enter the. I, I like his artistic mind, and, and so I definitely yes, don't want to. Yeah. I definitely want to see what, what he thinks of when he sees glass or, or, orcas, but, um. Yeah, I'm comfortable with the red yellow that we have, and so then polka deer cool. we're saying is maybe maybe more of a dark, maybe like a gold or a gold, a blue, maybe yeah, a navy blue with a gold, and then uh, glass orca is maybe more like red yellow, a little bit brighter, maybe not completely bright though either. Yeah, on either side. Okay. 
Yeah. Cool. Something like that. I'm down. So there you cool. go. That is our sixth football team, the Tacoma Glass Orcas, which joins the Woonsocket Fiber Foxes, the Euclid Polka Deer, the Westminster Mecha Moose, the Sanford Possum Express, the Lafayette Mud Otters, and then, yes, and then, and then the Tacoma Glass Orcas is our newest I team. I love these teams. <laughs> this is insane. Okay, I don't know why it sent, sent like that. Let me do a screen. We will have two more teams to make over the next two regular season weeks that we have left for recording lots of fun ahead hell yeah, yeah. so and, and looking at the map right now basically my hope is we get a hawaii in there for the west and maybe you include like a nevada arizona situation one of those or maybe get north mm-hmm. dakota because it's like isolated up there um because I think right now we're, we're, we're saying with the East, it's kind of like you can make the East right now made up completely of Louisiana, Ohio, North Carolina, Rhode Island teams. Yeah. Um, I think Louisiana also has a good chance to be West. Yes. Um, there's still a few Eastern states that we can do. Yep. Um, Delaware, Maryland. Uh, I don't think D.C. will count. Um, no, I don't think so. Delaware, Maryland, Vermont, Maine are still all options. Yeah. Um, And then... It, it's going to be a little bit confusing if we get to, like, Illinois, Iowa, Missouri. Like, one of those. Yeah. It's gonna That versus Louisiana is going to be hard to, like, figure out which one should be in the West, but we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, they, they, we, we've we've seen it happen in the past, you know, like, especially, like, like, like it from a, a, a standpoint of, well, never mind. I was going to, I was going to say, like, if you, if you look at the the college football like sec west is louisiana but then also big 10 west is illinois so never yeah. never mind well because well the sec is also in general farther right right um oh uh, no they're kind of they're kind of the same if you think about it yeah we'll see we'll see we'll yeah we'll make it work it'll be also missouri is in the sec because they're 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 fucking losers so there you go there you go have i talked to you about how much i hate the university of missouri I, I I feel like you have in some capacity, but I didn't know it was that much of a hatred. Yeah. Fair enough. It's the fact that they're SEC, but also Midwest. Right. And the the bragging rights game, of course. Right. Yes. That may that that all does make sense. Um. So then, so then, in like a Kansas, the Kansas Missouri rivalry, you you go, you pick Kansas. I don't know. Is that a rivalry? That is a well. It used to be, and then <laughs> so so. All right, this is maybe going off a tangent, but uh, Kansas and Missouri were actually they the bowlmakers this year were were going to have them. I think play each other. I think in the Music City Bowl in Tennessee, um, but Missouri reportedly we don't know for we don't know this for sure. So I don't want to completely besmirch them, but basically refused to play Kansas. Huh. Uh, and this is after years after their football rival- rivalry has been retired for some time, has not been resurrected. Um, I don't know why. I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird choice by Missouri to. Yeah. If, if it is Missouri that's like holding back on it, I don't know. Maybe they just look at Kansas Kansas football program and think we don't want to face these schlubs every every year. But then all of a sudden, Kansas is actually a good football team <laughs> now, or decent at least. Uh, it's weird. It, college football is a you know, weird fucking place. It's just the weird. Sure it? is. Speaking of college football, 
Uh, let's update you guys on... Is it time for Pilk Watch? Pilk Watch. It is Pilk Watch 2022. Uh, Liberty at Toledo just kicked off as I am speaking. Um, so we'll see how that result ends up, uh, showing how that, how that ends up sorting out. Uh, but Boca Raton Bowl is, uh, is what they're playing in. Uh, but we've had 11 other bowl games uh, come through and right now matt you are sitting at a four and seven record i am sitting at a five and six record so it's close it, it is close i'm not uh, i i do not have to deal with the pilkening yet not yet yeah so we, we, we have plenty more to go if it stays that close the the potential for a tie yeah. Just starts to starts to build up, but of course we're only through a couple of days of bowl season, so nothing big yet. Um, I think the next our next disagreement will be tomorrow's game or Wednesday's game, the New Orleans Bowl between Western Kentucky at South Alabama. So keep your eyes on that. We'll keep we'll, there'll be a lot more bowls being played out between now and the next time we record, so we will let you know what the update is on that front. Speaking of updates let me tell you about what's going on with our picks for in the nfl in their nfl sphere anyway uh that this past week we disagreed more on games than we have ever had uh i think it's at least it's up there amongst our most disagreed week six games i ended up taking it with four games going my way and two games going matt matt's way so uh that is an 11 to 5 week for me I got six points. Matt, you got you went nine and seven. You also got both. You're guaranteeing chaos, so you did get an extra point in there. So that was yeah. three points uh for you this week. So that puts us at I am at one thirty eight eighty four with fifty three points. Matt, you're at one thirty two ninety with forty points. And yes. so it is still three weeks. There's a lot of football left to be played. We'll see how it plays out. Matt, why don't you Let get us first? Oh, wait. What's that? I'm gonna give some playoff clinching scenarios because I forgot to do those last week. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. So in the AFC, the Buffalo Bills have clinched the playoff berth. We will see them in January. The Kansas City Chiefs have clinched the AFC West. We will see them hosting a game in January. Buffalo Bills can win the title if they win the AFC East t- title. If they win, or Miami loses. And that will pretty much be the same thing from here on out, I I believe. Um, if they lose or and Miami continues to win, we'll see what happens there. Cincinnati Bengals can get, into, can get into the playoffs if they win or the Jets lose. If either of those happen, Cincinnati in the playoffs. Baltimore has uh, a lot of weird ones, a lot of ties involved. But the main one is they have to win. Uh, and then some some combination of Miami, New England, and the Jets need to all need to lose. If two of those three two of those three teams lose, Baltimore will be in the playoffs. It, they will also be in the playoffs if New England, New York, Cleveland, Las Vegas, Tennessee all lose and the Chargers win. That's the only one that doesn't involve a tie uh, explicitly. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Baltimore will get into the playoffs. The Chargers surprise will get into the playoffs. If they win, and then like some combination of Las Vegas, New England, New York, or Miami lose, and a couple ties in there too, but who cares? So go Los Angeles. There you go. 
They got a shot. Uh, in the NFC, that's it for the AFC. Uh, in the NFC, the Eagles and the Cowboys are both in the playoffs. No division win yet. The Vikings have clinched the NFC North. The 49ers, the NFC West. We will be seeing four, uh, all, four of those teams in the playoffs. Philadelphia can even clinch the East if they win. They can also clinch a first-round bye if they win. Or for some reason, like, they tie Minnesota loses, but that probably won't happen. The New York Giants can get into the playoffs, Chris, this week. Yeah. If they win, and some combination of Washington, Detroit, and Seattle lose. Two of those three teams lose, and the Giants win, they're in the playoffs. How's that make you feel? I'm sorry. So, so it would be the Giants would have to win. Yep. And then Washington, Detroit, Seattle. Two of those teams. If two of those teams lose, the Giants have clinched the playoffs. So Seattle plays Kansas City. So, yep. So let's just say, for hypothetical sake, they lose. Washington plays 49ers. Let's say, hypothetical sake, they lose. And Giants then... are in the playoffs. Say again? Giants are in the playoffs. Well, if that if that if that happens, they're in the playoffs. Right. It's, so to me, my I would say like that's oh, very, but they got to beat the Vikings. That's though. that's my thing. I'm like yeah. the the <laughs> the the, C, the Seattle Washington thing. I'm like okay, that's likely, but I to win against the Vikings. I mean, look, we again we I went on the soliloquy about the Vikings, right? Like we know that that's that could be a winnable game for the Giants, but we'll see because the Vikings have kind of really forced their way into getting a lot of these victories in uh in these circumstances so we'll see anything can happen in a minnesota vikings game and uh i'm hopeful i'm hopeful that i could go the giants way mm-hmm. matt how about you get us started with week 16 sure week 16 uh game of the century jacksonville jaguars versus the new york jets jaguars win they're uh one step closer to taking the division and making the playoffs the jets will once again be at, uh be without their superstar quarterback mike white um, and we'll be starting Zach Wilson in this matchup. Who do you think is going to win, Chris? I I'm going Jacksonville. I I I think as much as I think that the Jets' defense is still very good, I think the biggest concern here is that you're still starting Zach Wilson, and I he had he showed some light here and there against the Lions this past week, so. It's not going to be a complete disaster for them, but I, I just think that Mike White would have given them a much better shot against a surging Jaguars team, so I'm going Jags. The Jaguars team is surging so much for me that I'm going to guarantee them. Hey, very nice. <laughs> very nice. like it. Um, cool. Uh, next up, the Buffalo Bills at the Chicago Bears. I'm sure that this is one of those games that we're totally going to disagree on, right? <laughs> <laughs> right yeah you think yeah i'm gonna uh, where, where are you gonna go uh I'm, I'm gonna take the bills chris yes yeah no, <laughs> i'm yeah i'm i am going with the bills as well should be easy but you know if just i mean what what's the injury status for justin fields is he is he still he, he's fine he's oh, okay because he walked out of that game temporarily uh, yeah, uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he's okay. Jalen Hurts is the one that everyone's worried about. Yes, I know. Yeah, there's there there is there is both both of them ended up being injured. I think Justin Fields might have came back from his injury. Uh, yeah. Whereas, yeah, Jalen Hurts is that's that will be a very interesting topic of discussion when we get there. But I am also taking the Bills. Alrighty. Next up, we have the New Orleans Saints versus the Cleveland Starfish. Starfish coming off of their horrible win against the Ravens and the Saints 
managed to sneak out a win against the Falcons. Uh, do you think their luck will continue? Saints still in the running for the division. Still could be in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm going to stick to uh, the Saints here. I'm I, I'm just not going to acknowledge the Starfish at this point. Would you have, if, if the Starfish agreement was not here, would you have picked the Starfish? I don't think so. I feel like this- No, I would have I think the Saints defense uh, last week showed that, like, because they're they're getting much healthier right now, yeah. and I think that's kind of what's helping them in this instance. I think that they they'll have a good time against the, the the Browns. Cool. Yeah, I also think the the Saints will win. Neat. Next up, the Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans. The Texans have had very interesting last few weeks, coming so close from knocking off top playoff contenders. They now have a chance to do knock off the Titans from potentially being on top of the AFC South. What do you think is going to happen here? I mean, the Texans played great against actually good teams. I, I think they'll, they'll be able to beat the Titans. I'm Team Chaos in the Houston Texans. My friend, I'm also Team Chaos in the Houston Texans. <laughs> <laughs> you and I... This does not help me point-wise, but I think we got to run that's, with it. That's fine. It's fine. Hey, hey, up to you if you wanted to change it to something no, else. That's fine. But I, yeah, I am... I'm completely with you on this. I feel like the Texans have, they're not like amazing. Like, I don't think I've walked, no. I've walked away from those games being like, oh man, the Texans are back. But, but you you put up over 20 points against the Cowboys and the Chiefs. Right. And well, the Chiefs defense is kind of not good, but I will say though, with the Titans, they are just so injured. They're so beat up as much, as much as Mike Rabel has wanted to will this team to victory it's just time and time again they they rip defeat from the jaws of victory because of just how how badly beat up they are they're just talent poor right now it's and so i think the texans are going to take care of business yeah uh seattle, yeah, seattle seahawks take on the kansas city chiefs chiefs trying to uh, race the bills they they're already in the playoffs they're trying to race the bills for the number one seed versus the seahawks trying to make it into the playoffs who's got this one I yeah, I'm going Chiefs. I feel like yeah. I feel bad. I feel like the Seahawks were a really fun early season story, and it seems like it, their luck has has completely run out. I I don't see it really changing anytime soon, especially against this you team. Get, yeah, you got to make room for the Lions in the playoffs somewhere. So I'm gonna uh, sacrifice the Seahawks and pick the Kansas City Chiefs for this one. Damn right, damn right. <laughs> uh, next up. The New York Giants at the Minnesota Vikings. A big game for the Giants, who I do think if they win this game, they're in the playoffs, which is just so fucking wild. But the Vikings are an agent of chaos in a league that is often chaotic. What do you think is going to happen here? I'm going to pick the Vikings here. However... It is not like a slam dunk. I do think the Giants stand a chance. I I do too. I'm with you, but I'm I am picking the Vikings as well because I yep. I as much as it would be like it would be fun to see the Giants win this game, but I also don't necessarily find the Giants all that entertaining. Like taking taking a step back as like a fan because of course as a fan I would love to see them in the playoffs in their first year. Uh, under Brian Dable, like that's just such a wild mm-hmm. thing. I was not, would never have predicted. But they're just not a very fun team to watch. Uh, I wish that they were a little bit more. Like I wish there was a lot more talent on the offensive side, especially. Game on Thibodeau though is working out for them, and I'm, I'm absolutely I'm, great pick. I'm very much enjoying him. 
By the way, lots of Saturday games this year, Christmas Eve games. Only like three Sunday games for Christmas. So yeah, so they're having the one, no, the, two, the, yeah. They're having the normal slate of football on Saturday this year because they didn't Essentially, want to, they yeah. didn't want to have it all of it on Christmas, but they're basically want to take over Christmas. They they're trying to do what the NBA has done and they're trying to be like, yes. "Hey, let's have let's have some premier matchups on Christmas." And it turns out that those premier matchups are not very good this year. But they're not very good this year, but they will still be watched more than the NBA games. Right. That's just how this that's just how <laughs> it works, unfortunately, uh, yep. for the NBA. Um All right. Uh, my turn? Yes. Cincinnati Bengals take on the New England Patriots Bengals with uh, their amazing comeback against the Buccaneers versus the Patriots trying to clean on to playoff hopes. Will the Bengals get in to the big dance? I think they will. The Bengals should do it here. They should win it. I think it's like mm-hmm. this Patriots team. It, like I, I, I was saying, I was lamenting about how I think this Raiders team is pathetic, but the Patriots are are kind of almost the same in the same vein, especially at how they lost that game. It's it is I I hope that the Patriots don't make the playoffs purely because this team is just destined to be blown out in the first week of, of the wild card weekend, like they did last year. I I am with you. I'm picking the Bengals. Next up, Detroit Lions at the Carolina Panthers. Panthers had a chance to kind of enter this week. In, I think almost in the lead in the NFC South. Maybe, yeah. Uh, and uh, they blew that against the Steelers. Lions are surging. And with a win and a loss, I think, by the Washington Commanders, I think this the Lions would enter the playoff picture. What do you think is going to happen? Would. I think the Lions are going to enter the playoff picture. I do too. I'm so excited for the Lions. I want them to do it. It'd be so amazing. This is the most exciting Lions team that we've had in like some time. Even though, like, I know that they were in the playoffs a few years ago with uh, Jim Caldwell, but it's just like, no, this this feels different. This feels this like... is different. This is an, this is this is not a stagnant Lions team. You can't you you. How can you deny the greatness that is Jared Goff at this point, baby? Let's Absolutely, go. fucking love Jared Goff. <laughs> the Rams got swindled. <laughs> Oh my god, that that is a wild, <laughs> wild story, wild storyline that I don't think anyone was expecting. Not at all. Uh, there you go. Fuck yeah, lines. lines. The Atlanta Falcons versus the Baltimore Ravens battle of the birds. Uh, Ravens trying to clean onto their playoff hopes. Atlanta still technically in the race because the NFC South sucks ass. All these teams are at five and nine except the Buccaneers. Who are at six and whatever, six and eight. They can still win the division. Yep. Because everybody sucks. Yep. Uh Ravens, they need Lamar. Lamar did not practice today. Who's gonna win this game? I think it it, it is a tougher matchup to pick considering the circumstance. I do think the Ravens still have a very good defense. And I think I, I I was listening to the around the NFL uh, people, um, and they were saying that Desmond Ritter had maybe one of the worst starts we've seen uh, of a quarterback this this season. Ooh. So uh, as much as and that's that's considering that Malik Willis also started this season, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so I'm like, as much as I would like to think that like I I my initial thing was okay, 
I picked the pack the Falcons last week because I was thinking like maybe Desmond Ritter comes in and he's the guy that they needed to like start surging and maybe they actually end up being interesting come playoff time. Now I'm like, uh, no, this is just a sinking ship. So I'm I'm going Ravens. I'm also gonna go Ravens. I need I I know I said I would try to differentiate some stuff with you. I don't think I've done that yet. So it's our, it's up to you. It's fine. It's up to you how it's you fine. how you want to play it out at this point. Nah, nah. I'm gonna stick with what I'm with what I've got. Yep. Uh. Next up, the Washington Commanders at the San Francisco 49ers. A very intriguing matchup if it weren't for the fact that the Commanders should have been on a win streak if they had not blown it against the Giants. Granted, refs kind of came into play there, and so that's 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 a tough thing for the Commanders. Um, but uh, they they lost, and now they have to face the maybe one of the best teams in football in the 49ers. So what do you think is going to happen here? Uh, Brock Purdy for president. Damn, he looks pretty good. He looks. Um, I mean, really, all the 49ers need is a game manager, someone who can not lose the game for them. And so far, Purdy's done that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like I, I think that he, he's, he's been incredible. Uh, not incredible, but like he's, he's been, he's, he has been incredible for what they need out of him. And yeah. and and I think for that and the fact that they have just so much talent uh, on all on all fronts. I, I'm I have a lot of faith in the 49ers, so I'm gonna go and pick them. Cool. Alright. Philadelphia Eagles, who earlier this week, by and by that I mean yesterday, there was a, a scare that oh Jalen Hurts got injured. Now there's now a day later they're like, okay, there's a chance that that Jalen Hurts will play on Saturday. They're they are dra- drawing stuff up for both him and Gardner Minshew. Okay. Um which again, the best backup quarterback in the league. He should have a starting job. I I'm dying on that hill. He's the best quarterback from his draft class. Um, yeah. Uh, versus the Dallas Cowboys, who blew it against the Jaguars, but are still still a solid team. Eagles or Cowboys, Chris? The Cowboys are such a fucking weird team because I yeah. feel like you have these games where you're like, man, they should have won that, and then you have games with the Cowboys. When you're when they they play and then you're, they're more competitive than you expected because you're like, well, wait a minute, like it feels like this is a game that the Cowboys are destined to blow, and then they don't. I feel like in this instance, with the inj- if they especially if they roll out and injure Jalen Hurts, uh, I feel like the Cowboys are gonna surprise here, and I'm gonna say they win. I I I feel like as the Eagles are a very talented football team, and there's no doubt about it, they'll probably win the Super Bowl. I just think that. They're destined for maybe one more loss, and this feels like mm. it could be that. So I'm going to go Cowboys. This is the one where I'm glad I introduced this one because this was the one where I directly said I'm picking the opposite of whatever Chris says. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it, it's that close to me. Yeah. I don't have any, like, high stakes in this. If Hurts was 100% healthy, it would be a slam dunk Eagles. Yeah, I think but so. I th- I still think the rest of the team is uh is well-rounded enough that they can still pull out the victory. Let's go Gardner Minshew. Yep. And the way that Sirianni is talking, saying, like, we have a game plan for both quarterback. We're not sure. Both quarterbacks. We're not sure if this will happen. And I also think that that and this is maybe metagaming things a bit too much. And I hate to, like, make light of this specifically. Yeah. But uh, Minshew, Minshew was uh, coached by Mike Leach mm. um, and spoke at his uh, memorial service. OK. Uh, early, er, earlier this week, like was excused for from the team to, to go to that. Yeah. And I think that. Minshew coming off of the bench with that in his mind would be more motivated to win any game ever than he ever has. Before. Hey, 
hey, I, I totally see it. I totally get it. Yeah, I think, yeah, like I said, it's just a tough game. I just, there's something in my gut that's just telling me that, they, that this is a, that this is going to end up being a this surprise. This is a two-loss Eagles team. Right, right. That's what yeah. I mean. And I just feel like it, it just feels right that this is going to, this would be the win here. But, yeah, Cowboys have not looked good the last few weeks, especially, no. specifically on defense. And I know that people want to go after Dak for his play. Uh, but I, I think that's a little too, people are want to play the quarterback for everything on that front. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it happened. Good game. Great game. I'm very excited for it. Yes. Uh, next up, the Las Vegas Raiders at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, the the is the, are these? Uh, oh wait, no. I was gonna say the Ravens. I was like, and, and the Falcons. Oh yeah, and the Panthers. Wait a second. I was like, are these the only teams with like black as their secondary color? But I'm like, oh wait, no. That's like almost every other fucking football team. There's a lot. There's a lot of teams. Um. <laughs> but it's it just for some reason, Saints. for some reason, these two teams, I feel like just they end up matching it up very well. It's a great yeah. uniform matchup in this game between the Raiders and Steelers, but it's between two teams that are kind of middling. Uh, what do you think is going to happen here? I'm picking the Raiders. I don't feel strong about either option. I am picking the Steelers. Okay. Um, another, another deferment. I, this is mostly because of why I was saying the about the Raiders this week, where I feel like they're, the Raiders are getting a lot of lucky breaks their way, and the Steelers are playing really well on defense, and they're starting to click on offense. Things are looking very good. If it the if Steelers. they win their last three games, they get that they still have Mike Tomlin still gets his winning season. I, right, and it's not looking that in wild. That that is yeah. it is not looking that far off right now. So I'm I'm into that. So I'm 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 definitely going. So, oh, by the way, I, I Steelers are my guarantee. I gar- I guarantee oh, okay, the Steelers. Cool. So right. that's that's a midi fucko for you. Uh yep. Uh for you folks. All right. Green Bay Christmas Day. Uh oh what lovely weather for us. I'll right together with you. crank that one out every had it had to throw that back. Yeah. Um Green Bay Packers take on the Miami Dolphins. Green Bay Packers are still in playoff contention. They won't be for long. I fucking hate Aaron Rodgers. I hate his fucking face. Because <laughs> he's so, he's so like, gun-ho about, oh, we're still alive for the playoffs. Who cares? Nobody wants to see you play football anymore. You blame the rest of your team for everything. You suck. Versus the Miami Dolphins, who I love. <laughs> yeah. They're so much better than than eight and six, I feel. Yeah. Um their offense is like slowed down a little bit, but they've also been like playing good teams. Play close against the Bills. Do you think they'll be able to beat the Packers? They should be able to, man. I, I it's just been a tough stretch. We knew that we knew coming in though. Like this was what was this? This is the 49ers and then someone before the Bills, I forget who who did they play. Oh, the Chargers. And the Chargers have been doing a lot better in the past few weeks, right? Like this yeah. has just been a very difficult stretch for the Dolphins, and they've been slapped in the face. But the Dolphins show that they can hang with the with the Bills. Like they're not. This is not a bad football team by any stretch. And I feel like the Packers, they str- kind of struggled against the Rams, even though it ended up being a twelve point victory. Like it was not like this perfect outing for them. And I, I kind of just look at the Dolphins at this point. I'm like, this is this is just a better football team. So, Dolphins. I need the Dolphins to bury the Packers. Yep. With you. It would be a, it would be a fantastic Christmas gift. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, next up, the Denver Broncos at Los Angeles Rams. Uh... They really, really thought they had something with this game. Yeah. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them for thinking that. But boy, Whoa. howdy, 
what a fucking game uh for 4 30 at christmas at least during this part most people would be having christmas dinner that's true so that way people could get distracted in this one but any any sort of any way that you want to go about this one i i think i'm gonna pick the broncos yes you're (laughs) with me on this because i i'm like i i think we have to kind of come to the realization that the broncos have do actually have some talent that's working for them. <laughs> and so, and the wildest thing is that Russell Wilson did not play last week. Right. Brett Ripien's playing better than Russell Wilson has all season. Who, 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 who's quarterback? Brett Rip, Ripien? I think his name is. I don't know who that is. That's, that's the quarterback of the Broncos. I've never heard that name before. That is who's quarterbacking for the Broncos, my friend. <laughs> unless I, unless, I mean, maybe I'm forgetting. Who it is? No, no yeah. that's him. Yeah, that is him. Brett Ripien. And behind Where is him, he from? He's he's from Spokane, Washington. He was a Boise. He was a Boise State Bronco quarterback, I believe. There you go. Um, oh, he's a can. Oh, he was Canadian. He's Canadian. No wonder. So special. Those those Canadians. <laughs> so it's Can- He's he's Canadian American, uh, born in America. Yeah. Where did he, how how is he how where's the Canadian come from? <laughs> oh, this is because he went he went to he went to school. In Spokane, okay, and played at Boise State. Where's how is where's the Canadian from? Are his parents Canadian? Is that it? I I, I don't I don't. That, know. That's got to be it. I I don't know. <laughs> I didn't realize that you would be like diving deep into this. I'm just trying to figure out why he's why he's Canadian. <laughs> Sometimes people are just Canadian. His okay, his uncle. Um, <laughs> he knows someone that's is, Canadian. Is, is Canadian born? Okay, okay, interesting. Sure. Uh, uh, he's he's the nephew of Super Bowl uh, twenty six MVP, Mark Rap- Mark Ripien. Right, who was born in Canada. Well, actually, is it Mark? Actually, is it Mark Ripien? Mark Ripien sounds familiar. Is he a uh, coach or? A... I mean, it might, he might be a coach now. That just sounds familiar to me for some reason. No, yeah, he's just a player. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. There you go. So we're both picking Broncos. All right, we're picking the Broncos. <laughs> there you go. All right. Sunday night football. Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on the Arizona Cardinals. Buccaneers still trying for a playoff spot. Cardinals, no Kyler, no hope. Darkness. Darkness. Despair. Goodbye. Uh, uh, cliff is going off the cliff. Indeed. I'm going the Buccaneers. I'm also going the Buccaneers. As much as I want, like one of the non-Buccaneers teams to win the uh, NFC South. This is going to be the game that everyone's like, Tom Brady's back! And they're just going to ignore everything else. (laughs) They're going to ignore the fact that he's playing the Cardinals. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And uh, uh, finally, God, why do we put the Colts still in prime time? (laughs) Why did we think the Colts were going to be good? Uh, The Chargers at the Colts uh, the day after Christmas, Monday Night Football. Uh, the Chargers are surprised. Like it is like I I I know the surprise in your in, when you you were reading off the playoffs there is like it is kind of surprising that the Chargers have all of a sudden like come out of nowhere and like are legitimately like probably gonna end up making you, the playoffs now. You know why it is? It's Mike Williams. Yeah, Mike Williams is a difference maker. Yeah, big time, big time. What so is that? Are you going Chargers? I'm going Chargers because they have Mike Williams. Yeah, I'm. I'm also going Chargers. Yeah, like it. It is like it's amazing when you have weapons. Your team when you have offensive players 
good offensive receivers and running backs that your team is better. Yeah, 100%. Weird concept, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, there you go. So, look, I, I know you said that you were going to do a lot of disagreements. Sometimes it is the better strategy to play more conservative because you also don't you also don't want like it to blow back at you. Like if you obviously right. you disagree so much and then you start lo- losing a ground again because I like the other person still keeps on getting it right. Right. So so la- the last week I got to pick like however many I'm behind. I got to make sure I have that many games right. that I disagree. That with. is exactly the strategy. <laughs> or if you feel like I mean we we have two weeks to choose from, so you could make next week that week too. Like it's whatever yeah. you feel like because it's also like week eighteen is a very difficult week to pick football games for because there's also like uh the, some teams are gonna bench their players all that stuff. So like maybe maybe it will be next week, but I think you're I think you're doing the right thing right now by keeping me comfortable for one week. <laughs> 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 uh but there you go so it's uh, the disagreements are eagles at cowboys raiders at steelers we both agreed on the chaos uh and uh the steelers and jaguars are our guarantees for this week um so yeah there you go and uh and again like if you end if you end up uh picking the if the eagles and raiders both win and i, I fall apart with my my two other picks with the guarantee chaos thing you're 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 already closing the gap so anything can happen yeah. anything can happen um so there you go folks it is did we we did it we found the meaning of football we found the meaning of football it is team chaos uh at all at, at all all times never christmas ends. time is here <laughs> <laughs> thank you all of the peanuts for, for, for that for that rendition um all right i i i I gotta say like hot take maybe i don't know if this is really that much of a hot take i i just don't like the peanuts like at least at least like the christmas songs like the the piano one's a bop don't get me wrong the yes the 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 oh christmas tree piano yeah i yeah or the or the linus and lucy Da, 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 that one, da, that one, that, one, that, yeah. that one's a banger. It, it, it yeah. is the one that you were just singing. That I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't need to. I don't, I don't care about this. You know, it is so fucking jazzy. Like, like, like the, the those children would not sing that song. Yeah, because it is like it is a jazz ass song. It it is like the the very first Christmas time is here. That very first note is the fucking seventh scale degree. That's not a note that you start melodies on. Yeah. Uh, unless it's Danny Boy. Danny Boy is the only other like one that makes sense. But even then, that's like a that's like a lead in. That's like a pickup note. So that makes sense. It is like right on the fucking beat. It is a one chord with the with the seventh scale degree. Christmas time is here. Ba 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 ba. No, like it. It is a jazz ass song. Children would not sing that song. Unless it was written by fucking Vince Giraldi, a very talented jazz musician. <laughs> and that was Music Corner with Matt Gokubs. Uh Anyways, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I did not know. Um, there was a lot of music scientist, scientific stuff there that I was not. Music I, theory. Music theory stuff that I'm just kind of <laughs> like, I, I don't know about. But uh, either way, my take is. That song is not good. Uh, <laughs> uh, at least sung by the peanuts. Um, and, but but don't don't talk to me. I'm Scrooge in this scenario. Anyways, thank you all 
so much for listening to this uh, holiday edition of the Virtual Ball Boys. We'll be back for the last week of 2022. Uh, not not the last regular season week. It's it's just the last week of the calendar year uh, for our, a new episode. Uh, and a lot of playoff scenarios are going to start to bubble over. It's all happening here on the Virtual Ball Boys. Thank you again. And we will see you next week. Good night and good grief. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods.